0: Hello and welcome to the Musician's Weekly Digest podcast. I am your host, Easton Parks, and thank you for joining me. Today's date is September 12th. It's currently eleven twelve a.m. No, that's definitely wrong. Man, my computer is bad. It is 2, 11 p.m. So yeah, I've got to fix that on my computer, I guess. What a great start to the show. Uh, Let's just get into some new music. Dominic Fike dropped a live album with Apple Music, which, of course, is my preferred uh, version of streaming. And the live album was fun. I don't know really what more to say. It's kind of short for a live album at about an hour. I feel like most shows are a little bit more than that, but... I might be wrong. I don't know. I go to a lot of shows that are just long. A huge drop, huge shake in the music world with pop megastar. I don't know if I could call her megastar yet, but pop star Olivia Rodrigo dropping her second album, sophomore album, Guts. This This project gets really pop punk at times. And at other times really ballady. So the dichotomy between that is very interesting to me. There's some really great songs in here. Olivia Rodrigo is still not my favorite singer in terms of her voice. But I think the songwriting on here is really fun. And I think she does a pretty good job at um, you know, translating what she's trying to say into the listener's ears. My top three songs for this project Are Get Him Back Logical and Vampire And I think a quote that sums up This album really well That she says in the first song Is I know my age And I act like it Now of course she's 20 years old She dropped her last album Sour when she was 18 So she's really young And uh It's gotten a lot of praise, but a lot of hate. And it's got to be a tough thing as such a young person to deal with. And um, so she talks about that a lot. She talks about boys a lot. I believe she's been through a couple relationships since that last album. So that gets touched on quite a bit. But I just think this album's fun. And I think Olivia Rodrigo, whether she's trying to or not, makes this album really accessible. Just like her last one. And um, even despite the subject matter, I had a fun time listening to it. Another album that dropped is uh, Tizo Touchdown How Do You Sleep at Night? I'm just going to say this blunt. This is not my thing. Tizo has so many influences pulling him in so many different directions on this record and uh, the sounds and the songs are all over the place. I love him on some of the features he's done, like on uh, Utopia with Travis Scott, like on Call Me If You Get Lost with Tyler, the Creator, but this is just not my thing. He tries to be alternative, he tries to do this, that, and I just can't really rock with it personally. If you like it, that's great, just not my thing. James Blake put out a record playing with robots into heaven. I haven't listened to it yet. From what I've heard, he's back into his more electronic vein, which is what he's good at. Um, I haven't even seen any of the reviews for it yet. But um, if I listen to it, I'll let you guys know my thoughts on the next podcast. Deeper, Careful dropped. I saw Deeper back in my hometown Uh, last summer, and they were awesome. Of course, this is their debut record on a major label. They've had other labels and other records, but this is their first debut record on a major label. Um, And what do I think? I think it's pretty good. I mean, it's post-punk music American. It's a little bit derivative. It's pretty stripped back in the terms of There's not a whole lot of instruments, so it sits nice in a pocket. But the singer has never wowed me um, in terms of recording. Live, it's fine because it's fun. You know, it's all upbeat, and he's kind of just shouting and yipping and stuff like that. But listening to it with headphones in, you know, sitting down or going to class and stuff, just not my favorite. Um, I, I don't hate the record. I don't love it I think it's good I think it's good but just not something I'm going to be coming back to at all then of course last week I shouted out Courtney Barnett was doing a uh, soundtrack for a movie that came out I listened to bits and piece of his pieces of it. it sounds fine it's a soundtrack I'd have to watch the movie to see it in context with the movie to see if it makes sense or not but the pieces of music itself is fine and um, they stand alone on them by themselves well. Um, and this record came out, I want to say, in August. I'm about to talk about. But it's had such a huge impact on my week this week. And I honestly think it's one of the best records I've heard all year. So I want to say this is a top 10 alert record for me. Top 10. Yeah, for sure. And it's Zach Bryan. Zach Bryant. So Zach Bryant's self-titled album, which I believe is his third or fourth album, something like that, which is odd for a self title to come that late in a discography. So that raises a lot of questions for people. Why why self-title this late in your discography? And I think he sums it up pretty well, and it's that this is maybe the most connected he's ever felt to a record emotionally, in a place, and time, and you can hear it. Um, this is one of the best records I've heard all year, like I said, and it's country. And as most of you know, I'm a very, I'll say it, I'm a hater of country most of the time. It's not a genre of music that gets any of my juices flowing, and this is totally the opposite. Now, I think this record leans a little bit more singer songwriter than country, but making that distinction is a fine line, and it's hard to figure that out. Fear and Friday's poem is what opens the record, and it's the best opening possible. It's a poem that he sings over a guitar, but it kind of draws out the themes and the ideas of the record, which are then touched on later, and this poem's magnificent and sang in this nice way, And then it flows right into the next song, which is one of the more upbeat songs of the record. And then from then on, it's just fantastic. The songwriting hit me in an emotional place. Like I cried with a huge smile on my face through this record. And it's so odd, but it's beautiful. The album's beautiful and it hurts in a good way. I don't really don't think there's any bad songs on this record. I will say the second to last song on it. Let me find what it's called. Smaller Acts kind of sounds like a demo. And I think that's what they're going for. And they just didn't need to do that. So if I could change something, I'd probably make that song either finished or not demo like. Because it's just odd. But all the songs are great songwriting's great, and it just punched me in the gut emotionally. And I've connected with this album maybe more than any other album I've heard this year, just because I was in the right space of mind, and I love it. My favorite song on it is Hey Driver, featuring the war and treaty. If you want to just give it a listen, I would just suggest listening to it front to back. But if you want to just hear a song, Hey Driver is amazing. And one word I would say that sums up this album for me is how earnest it is, the word earnest. Now, I'm not going to go out and define that word to make it make sense in more context, but this record is so open and honest, And it just feels like everything is happening in front of you. Or it's happening to you. You feel all the emotions. At least I did. And that's why I'm raving about it so much. Of course, once again, this is Zach Bryant. Zach Bryant. And of course, the day that I listened to this for the first time. He got arrested. Uh, I think that's all over and he apologized for it, but that was bad timing. But I really, really like this record, and I think I will for a very long time. All right, so that's all the music I've been listening to. Uh, And I'm going to move over to some live shows I've seen. This week, a couple days ago maybe, Maybe about a week ago, I saw, I went out. So, Madison has this thing on the weekends they do, I want to say Thursday through Saturday, where they put on live shows for everybody, or Wednesday through Friday, something like that, through WD Music. They go out and talk to artists, bring these artists in, and they play live in the different venues of the college. So, when the weather's nice, they do the Memorial Union Terrace stage. And the stage is set up where it's open and you have the artists playing and you can see the lake in the background and all the boats and stuff. It's serene. And the night I went out to see some of these bands, it was beautiful. And I went out to see S. Carey, uh, also known as Sean Carey, who is the drummer of one of my favorite indie folk bands ever. And probably the biggest artist from Wisconsin ever, Bonavere. So he's Bonavere's drummer, but he does his own solo stuff. So that's he's there with his own band, not drumming. He was playing keys, guitar, and singing stuff like that. And it's like indie folk, chamber folk in that lane. And uh, I listened to some of his music. Really liked it. Thought it'd be a great show. So I went out to that show. And then, little do I know, there's someone opening, and uh, her name is Allison Keeley. And Allison Keeley and her band were awesome. Um, from what from what I've gathered, I think they're graduated from college. They're a couple of years older than me, per se. And Allison Keeley's music's kind of like Phoebe Bridgers esque, that kind of lane. And man, have I been loving it! She's got this EP called Carter she put out a while ago, and I've been listening to that nonstop since. And uh, a lot of good things I got to say about that. Go listen to Van Gogh from Carter. It's like singer songwriter. It's like Phoebe Bridgers. It's like all that. And her band was so good. And then they switched around. They did a song. Kind of that each of them wrote and stuff. And a lot of people came out to support her. She's got a lot of friends. And it was exciting. And she was really good. Her band was really good. And then S. Carey came on. And S. Carey was amazing. Really great band behind him. Fantastic drummer, bassist, uh, guitarist. And then uh, they played a slide guitar too. And there's pedals everywhere. Uh, Sean Carey used... Auto-tune, kind of like Bon Iver does on some of his later work. And auto-tune and folk music is such a weird combination, but it works. It really works. And he was great. And that whole venue, that event was awesome. And there's events like that every week. So this week I'm going to see Yard Act on the 14th. Yard Act is an English post-punk group. Kind of minimal-esque. So I'm excited for that one. Hopefully there's a bit of a pit we can have some fun with. Then I'm going to see Sunroom and Sports Team at uh, the Majestic, which is a local uh, venue over here. And I'm really excited for that one, too. That should be a lot of fun. I've been listening to Sports Team for maybe three years now, and I really like their stuff. And Room seems cool. This might be the first show I'm going specifically to see the opener. And then I'm going to see if I like the headliner. Usually I don't go to shows like that, but this will be my first time to my knowledge. So, yeah, that's the live music. Um, Yeah, we've got some albums coming out soon. I don't know all of them. I've got a couple written down here. One is uh, Bacar, Halo, comes out on the 22nd. The Brook and the Bluff put out Bluebeard on the 18th. Uh, S. Carey, who I saw, has got Shadowlands. It's a collaboration with another artist. Mitski's got a record coming out. Um, let me hop on Google. Diddy. Oh yeah, Diddy's got this huge The Love album off the grid with just a ton of collaborators. It seems insane. I'll probably hear a couple songs off it. Just the grandiosity of it. I don't know if I'll listen to it or not. Um, From front to back. I'll listen to some of it. Killer Mike has a deluxe coming out. These could also be vinyl releases, I don't, my main website that I use for this, Metacritic, is down for some reason, so I'm using another website, Shaky Graves has got a record coming out, maybe I'll listen to that, I don't know, there's been, I want to say a lack of new music, but a l- maybe a lack of new music I've been really excited for in this latter half of the year. Hopefully that changes, and I mean, you will always be able to find music that you'll like if you search hard enough, but it means you got to search hard enough. That's the hard part. (laughs) Well, this has been the Musicians Weekly Digest podcast. Of course, it's still September 12th, and I'm finishing up at 2.28 p.m. Thanks for joining me if you're listening, and uh, shoot me a text or something, and Tell me your thing about me if you're actually listening. I appreciate all you guys for listening. Have a great day.